Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another Kingdom Conversations podcast. I'm going to try to switch up the intro this week so it don't just get too monotonous. Uh, but we are joined here once again. I'm one of your co-hosts, uh, Octavian, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Derek. Derek Anderson. I don't know what my mind just went in. But Derek Anderson, how are you doing today, Derek? I'm doing great. Glad to be on this podcast, being able to not only be an example, you know, as an ambassador, but to be one who can walk in my purpose. And I know, you know, one purpose of my life is to teach the word, is to uh, bring change. And the change that we're trying to bring is changing the way that people view the uh, kingdom, not in a religious way, but in a way that is going back to the original scriptures, the original way things were done. In order to do that, you know, we look at the original language, which is Hebrew. So just being able to share that truth with the original precepts and being uh, light to the world and just, you know, having this platform so that we, you know, we're not sitting here just mumbling on about things that don't matter, like entertainment, but actually trying to help people change their lives. And, um, you know, the same change that we've seen in ours so that they can have the type of success that the, uh, the father wishes to see in us as, you know, being uh, sons or heirs to the kingdom. Um, how are you today, Octave? Do you like they do me uh, all the time when I be talking? Like, you sound excited, man. You, you sound like you're excited to be here. But uh, <laughs> but I'm doing okay, man. I'm, I'm really interested in getting to one of these topics that we have, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I, this is something that I've really been seeing for a while, and it, it just really shows how, you know, merciless this, um, this, this society is that we're in right now. But outside of that, I'm doing really well. Um, blessed and highly favored. You know, the Lord's been good, hobo show, and all that stuff. So, you know, just excited. You know, getting, like I said, like I said all the time, this platform, getting to sit here and talk about, you know, all the different things that we talk about, all the different things that happen and we get to talk about it from a kingdom perspective. It's really, really great. Uh, you don't see it a lot, you know, and even if you do see people try to talk about it from a so-called spiritual perspective, a lot of times you'd be like, man, this indoctrination, I don't want to hear it. You know, so it's just great to be able to, you know, come in amongst brethren. You know, uh, we still got an APB out on Demetrius, so we'll we'll make sure to uh, let y'all know where he at uh, whenever we find him. But uh, it's great to be able to come, <laughs> come amongst brethren and talk about different things. So um, if that's if that you have anything else to add, if not, we can hop go ahead and hop into our first topic. Uh, not too much. I one thing that I, I know we're really trying to do is grow this platform. So if you all are really liking the content, please share it. Please, you know, send us some type of feedback. We love to give you all other resources, you know, when it comes to uh, black history, true black history, when it comes to studying the Hebrew language uh, or letter words, I should say, or even when it comes to uh, finances, that's where Demetrius come in. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got all these, these great resources out here. So if you all are looking for, other ways because you know it's not about us we, we don't want you know anybody to look at this and say man these people are great you know it's about the father and we know that uh everybody has a gift and our gifts are used to make somebody else's life better so uh there are other people who have you know written books i mean eventually we gonna have books so uh <laughs> we're trying to share the resources right now that 
helped help, help us grow and mature. And I mean, even just the things that we talk about, that's what we're uh, that's what we're doing is uh, just explaining different things that have helped us get along the way and different concepts that we're applying to our everyday life that uh, give us success uh, in every area of our lives so that we won't be stuck in the same way that we were, uh, you know, before being born again. So that's all. Yeah, I knew you had a little bit more in you. Go ahead and let you get that out. But uh, <laughs> but uh, so we can go ahead and hop into this first topic, which I'm I'm really really eager to talk about, and it's about culture change. You know, um, in the society that we're in right now, I need to give me a uh like one of those mic stands that come down, so the mic ain't got to be on the desk. But um, uh, yeah, uh, culture change. Now we know in the culture that we're in now, you know, a lot of people. You know, I guess it depends on what age group you're in, because you might say cancel culture to some people and they'll just be like, what you talking about? You know, but uh, that's mostly, I guess, kind of like an Internet thing. But we do see it in like mass media and stuff like that when you look at news and all that other stuff. But just how culture has changed throughout the years. We know that we're in the year of the 2010s right now. No, 2020s. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a decade behind um you know so it's different from when people was growing up in the 60s 70s 80s 90s so on and so on um and how we can adapt to that culture change and the many things that we see right now with this culture change that's really affecting or you know people of older generations that they're having to deal with or the things that they're seeing because i promise when we was growing up like you know used to hear like older people talking about how stuff was changing and you know it's crazy out here and stuff but you know you was born into it so you just like like bro we just living like what you talking about like you old and losing your mind but um now we actually kind of see how that's how that really plays out and stuff like that so uh i could give it over to you derek we, you can uh start this one out for us to really you know you gave this topic so expound more on what you mean yeah, so I mean, you you explained it roughly. Uh, just the, the culture change. Really looking at when we came up versus uh, the times now, and just how things ha have constantly changed. I know you talk you talk to people older, and that their minds are just blown by the idea of a cell phone, or you know, even just you know, smartwatches <laughs> now. I mean, uh, I remember my cousin showing my grandmother. My grandmother's like in her late eighties, showing her uh, a smartwatch and was telling her, you know, that's a phone. And my grandmother, like, mouth hit the floor. Like, she couldn't believe it. You know, she was born in, let me see, maybe, I'll see, I'm going to mess up in, on his math. I'll tell you the mathematician. Probably but either way, like around, I said, like, the 19, in the 1940s, because in 2040, she'll be 100, so late 80s, probably somewhere in the 1940s. Right. So, it, for her, you know, all the things that have changed it, is, what should I say, is really astronomical it is really um something that she couldn't even imagine or fathom all the changes that have taken place just in her lifetime so when you look at the culture change you know when she com was coming up you know at that time i'm sure that was a big issue of race you know my uh grandmother and her siblings they migrated to they're originally from arkansas but they migrated to chicago and that's because of the black migration you know that they were going there you know uh to find jobs get away away from the uh the racist south as many call it but it was so much that they had to go through in order to uh 
be, you know, in the place or position that they are in today. It wasn't, you know, a smooth transition in the culture. It was, it was a gradual change, and that change came through laws, laws that were put in place that changed the, the way, the culture, and the way that we do things. And that's really what, what I want to pull out of this is, you know, looking at the culture change, but what is causing this culture change? If you look at now how um, you have a lot of uh, growing up, we used to, I say this, we used to always make uh, fun of people who were, I'll say like homosexuals, you know, that that was a, that was a known thing to call somebody, I, I just say the F word or to, uh, you know, say something was, <laughs> or to say something was gay. Like that, that was something that everybody joked about. But now, you know, saying things like that, it's, it can uh, get you counseled, obviously, but it's just the way the culture shifted because now, you know, gay marriage is legal. And because it's legal, you know, you see more of it on TV. You know, you had hints of it like back in the 90s where you would have like one uh, gay person on on television. And I'm not saying this to promote or uh, to bash, you know, homosexual culture. I'm saying this to, to give an example of how the culture has shifted. So now, you know, you can see it in every episode. You can see it in every, um, what what else is there? You, you see it in on, on commercials. You know, you'll have two men hugged up against each other and stuff. It, it's normal. It's in the culture now. So you see that culture shift just from uh, me and Octavian are in our late 20s. You see that culture shift just from us being young. Or even you look at um, the feminist movement. You know, you have more of women protagonists in movies. So there's so much that is taking changing in the culture that um, we... I mean, you won't even be made aware of because of how, um, what should I say, society, you know, it, it moves. It actually moves at a rapid pace, but it's gradual when it comes to, you know, changing the laws. So because of this, the uh, the effects of it really takes, uh, what should I say, a toll on kids that are coming up. And what I mean by that is that when kids grow up in it, they see it as being normal, as opposed to somebody who was younger and seeing this as, you know, this is really different. This is something new. So what the point, <laughs> I'm trying to relate to this. Uh, but before I do that, I'm going to let Octavian give his side because I know it's something he wants to say. But this is going to relate to kingdom because, you know, everything we talk about on here is about kingdom. But, uh, yeah, you can go ahead, Octavian. Yeah, we try to, you know, every, all this is about kingdom. But at the end of the day, you know, we we living on the earth. You know, so we have to talk about the things that we were, you know, ain't nobody been born again their whole life. So, you know, you really talk about how you grew up and things of that nature. But uh, I guess we, I can relate it to kingdom right now because basically, you know, the kingdom has its own way of doing things. It has its own culture. It has its own behavior patterns and things like that that is set by the laws of the kingdom. And basically, we are in a point right now to where, like, we know Adam fell and all that other stuff. So, but we ain't under the law, though. I'm sorry, you say what, sir? <laughs> we not under the law. What you talking okay. about? I mean, if you not, hey, if you not under the law, don't be under the law. You know, live your life, do your thing. You know, but you know, being up under the law, law brings freedom. So, but that's a whole another topic. But um, yeah. So you know. The kingdom has its own culture. And that's why Yeshua said when he came, uh, repent for the kingdom is here. So when it comes to uh, bringing the kingdom here to the earth, we know Adam fell. And, you know, that's not really the case right now. You know, there's still some stuff that, you know, needs to take place. The born again believers, 
the saints, the ambassadors need to come in and really start, you know, uh, bringing the kingdom of heaven here on the earth and making the kingdom of Elohim. But, you know, um, so we have all this worldly culture and stuff that's going on and we see it rapidly changing. You know, sometimes I really, you know, kind of hate only speaking from a U.S. perspective, because a lot of times it's like we make it seem like the U.S. is just the center of the universe. But I mean, that's that's really all I know. I was born in the, the U.S. of A. So. Um, but yeah, like uh, Derek said, when we was growing up, just, I mean, my goodness, we're just in our late 20s. You know, and we've seen so much culture change. I can imagine if we make it to 100, you know, 110, 120, how things will change. And like Derek said, when we were growing up, you know, um, to call something like our pastor just spoke and he was like, when he was growing up, if they said, hey, you're gay, you know, it just meant you were real, real happy, you know, and he would agree with you like, yeah, I'm happy today and stuff like that. When we were growing up, you know, when you came to school and your shoes weren't fresh or something like that, or up to the up to the criteria of your fellow peers, they'd be like, "Man, your shoes messed up. Man, you gay." You know, they they just say that to you, you know, and they clown and you. It's like a, they use it as a derogatory term, you know. But and but now we're at a time to where like the homosexual community is really uh, abounding and, you know, really, really out there. And, you know, we see with the different things that are being promoted right now, the celebrities and stuff like that, um, that the LGBTQ is really like, you know, protected in today's age. So if you were coming out saying stuff like that now, they would counsel you, you know, basically get you up out of here, you know, basically, t you know, some people, they take your career, you know, stop you from making money, all types of stuff. So that, culture change is just because you know the enemy has a plan basically it like the father doesn't change he's the same way today yesterday and forevermore you know so we were up under his culture i mean how adam live is how we would be living you know the same things that would be ruling is the same things that be ruling now but we see how the culture is changing so much and that's because the enemy has this plan uh you know to make the world in his likeness in his image and, you know, this whole, man, I, I don't, the way the world is going, the way everybody basically just doing what they want to do and living how they want to live is basically in his likeness and image because that's what he basically said. Like, look, I'm going to be, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to be the most high. I'm going to run this show. You know, I'm not going to stay in my position, play my role and all that other stuff. I'm going to do what I feel like it, you know, and that's the way that, you know, we see the cultures and stuff is going now because. You know, you give your opinion on something and people will tell you, like, I don't know why you sitting there giving your opinion on somebody who a grown person or, you know, whether they grown or not, they could be young and they'd be like, they human. They could do what they want to do. You know, they have doctrine out here now that's basically saying your children, they're their own people. So you shouldn't be indoctrinating them with stuff to try to paint them in your likeness and image. You know, let them grow to be their own person and accept the things that they like. But I'm like, well, what, what am I here for? Just to pay bills for you to eat up all my food and you, and you do what you want? Nah, you know. So it's so much stuff is changing. That's because the culture is changing. You know, it's so many things that go into culture. Um, and man, like, it's, it's so much more we can go into this. But, you know, let me make sure I hand it back over to Derek so he can, you know, give a response. Because, man, like, I... <laughs> I I want to just call out a particular, you know, political party, but you know, I'm I'm gonna just hold my mule, you know. Go, go ahead, DJ. 
I mean, the way you can do that, because I, I know what you want to do, but the way you can do that, just you have to do both of them. You can't, because if you talk about one without talking about the other, they think you, you know, that they own, uh, they think you for the other one, if that makes sense. Man, they both so. bad, but at least the other one got some morals. Shoot. <laughs> at least they stand on something. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. So with, with a lot of the, the culture change, as Octavian said, in the kingdom, the, the culture never changes. So the, the way that uh, Yeshua lived was the way that we're all supposed to live. And the thing about it was that you had many of the scholars or disciples then, they were learning. So, you know, our souls, uh, a lot of people, I had a lady just discommunicate from me. She, you know, I was talking to her about different things and we have, you know, like hour long conversations just about the word. Now, you know, she really wanted to know more. I pointed her to the direction of our YouTube videos from uh, our, the ministry that Octavia and I are part of. But I, I messed up. I messed up because I challenged her belief system, and I did that by um, saying, you know, we're not saved. Like our souls are being saved. And when I said that, she was like, "What?" And she didn't understand. There's actually a scripture for that. Uh, I posted it a while ago, but um, she uh, just stopped talking to me after that because you know, so many people believe that that you know that once saved, always saved doctrine. They believe, you know, once you go, you go to church, get on an altar, confess your life, say, I'm sorry that you're going to heaven. But that's not scriptural. So a lot of stuff that we have um, in our minds may not have come from, you know, the word itself. But it could have been a part of religion, which has been changed, you know, also by the culture. I know because now you have that says that the, the godly or the righteous or the Elohim like inherit the land, but those with integrity stay in it. You know, and for to have integrity to to be the same person all the time and never change, you know, we're in a constant battle with you know everything we've learned from that in that that's in that soulish man, you know. Mm -hmm. So to actually be holy, to be a person of integrity, like you have to constantly change. There is no like the Holy Spirit came, boom, you know. I'm just this whole renewed right. creature. So exactly, and. It, in the uh, kingdom culture, that's what it's doing. It, it's, it's helping you conform to who Elohim basically wants you to be. You know, we're looking to please the Father and not ourselves. And that's what Octavian is talking about, especially with the particular group. It's just about living out your soul, living out their flesh, pleasing you. And, um, you know, that that's what, as Octavian said, with the old serpent, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to be uh like the most high you know he wants to set up his own kingdom and he wants to replicate uh elohim but anything that the old serpent does is going to be perverted so one thing that we have to pay attention to is that here go the scripture that i was talking about uh is your cub or james 1 and 21 therefore get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you and we know that your cub he was talking to believers he what see a lot of folks believe uh, Corinthian, when when Shao called Paul was writing these letters, that he was just talking to people who were just you know living dirty, filthy lives, and just didn't believe any amount of word. No, these were people who had accepted Yeshua as their as their king. So <laughs> if you had, and he even addressed one congregation, he was like, "Y'all got uh somebody over there who's sleeping with his uh was it his stepmother or his mother?" Uh, either way, it was nasty. <laughs> I agree, but it, he was he was addressing these congregations like this is what was going on. If you look in um, Hazan called Revelation, when you had um, who was addressing the, the seven churches, 
what Yeshua addressed in the, the seven churches, what you saw that there was only one out of the seven who had no fault. So it, <laughs> the stuff that we have in us, it talks about another scripture, you know, before you look at, you know, people look good on the outside. You want to clean the inside. You clean the inside of, of the glass before you clean the outside. So you want to clean out that inside. You got, we got to get rid of all this junk. And our pastor talks about this a lot. Because in order for this to happen, we have to go through a transformation process. And a lot of that has to do with us conforming to kingdom culture. So the laws that we begin to abide by are part of the kingdom and not a part of this world culture that constantly changes. Because as Octavian, what he was alluding to is that each and every day, this world is, is, is falling deeper and deeper into darkness. Because in order for us to become uh, who Elohim wants us to be we have to separate that word hebrew uh yeah the, the word hebrew it, it, it i mean it literally means or one meaning of it is to, to be separate to be apart so when you talk about when it talks about the hebrews in uh scripture they were people that were set apart for elohim's plan and his purpose so what we have and you don't get this out of the english uh in order for us to do this we have to uh look at ourselves examine ourselves you know scripture says if you uh judge yourself you know if you judge yourself then you know we don't have to be worried about being judged by elohim when it comes to the white uh the great white throne judgment because we are to examine ourselves we are to look at ourselves and we use the word in order to examine ourselves and that's what the law was really given for uh it, it was to hold man accountable because when adam fell they <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, see, see this. This what happened when we when you just you just see you like it, when you just it, know it so much. It together. all relate, yeah. Like yes, it's, it all, it all relates because at the end, Elohim it, is one. So when you when you messing yeah. up in one area, you can't do that because it's messing with everything of who he's telling you to be. The whole integral, like he's a person of integrity. He's one. You mess up right here, you messing up everywhere else. Like you, you got a bad idea, a bad precept from somewhere. So now we got to get in, get in the head and teach you all over again, all this stuff where you missing it at, you know, you can, you could be doing one thing wrong. You could be just stealing and then we can give you a hundred reasons why stealing is wrong, you know, why you shouldn't be doing it. So, you know, it, it's a, man, you know, that's like, we got to be doing this podcast more. It's a lot. <laughs> man, it is a lot, and and I know Dr. Laird and told us, but I didn't expect this much to come out. But uh, <laughs> but it really just showed like how much is in you. And I, I used to hear uh, I know Octavian may not believe me. I used to hear Dr. Laird said about when I would bring up Octavian to Dr. Laird. I'm like I didn't because I didn't understand why um Octavian like wasn't teaching more, but I understand that I shepherd. You know, he hears from the Holy Spirit, and he's the one that uh like when somebody would teach, he would call upon me to teach a lot like early on. And uh, I'm thinking, I'm like, man, like a lot of times, you know, I'm listening to Octavian. Like we'd be talking. I'm like, man, he's saying some good stuff. But one thing that, you know, they, uh, I shepherd told me one day, he was like, it's a lot in Octavian. And, and that's the thing is that and I'm using him as an example because uh, we don't really see how um, how great we are in the eyes of the father when we're living in the anointing because we have put uh, a cap on um who we actually are as believers you know um what's the scripture it's in ephesians he's able to do uh more abundantly and exceeding than you can ask or think and all of that is not in the asking or thinking is really talking about that natural realm it's really getting to that part of you 
that uh, can only see so far. And what really changed my thinking about this is that we have uh, set ourselves up either for success or failure. And the way we do that, it starts in, our, you know, we, we say this all the time, it starts in our thinking. The whole point I'm saying is, is that a lot of people don't believe that they have what's in them in order to fulfill their purpose and even live by these laws of the kingdom. But one thing, if we're living out of spirit, you are living out of laws and you are able to complete what the father put you on this earth to do because we know that the spirit is subject to the law and we know that law predict laws predict success or failure so that's what i'm gonna have to say on all that one thing that i have a problem with when it comes to like these church when it comes to like culture change and stuff like that is like these religious systems you know what i'm saying if we can say since we were like 20s like since we've been alive that we've seen how uh culture has changed so much but yet at the same time, I can remember throughout all these phases of change that the church was saying, the religious system was saying like, oh, well, we got to be like the world for to bring them into the into the church and stuff like that. So y'all been changing like all this time that the whole the world's been changing out. The church been changing too. Elohim's like supposedly the Messiah's people, Elohim's people have been changing too. That's no. And that's why, like it, like I be seeing some people in the enemy getting crafty, you know. He like that he got preachers out here now, teachers out here now that people going to their churches and stuff like that, who actually teaching some sound doctrine, like teaching sound doctrine, but it's mixed with a bunch of stuff. Y'all still coming in there dressed like this. Y'all playing Beyonce in the church and all this other stuff. Come on now, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying like, like. Anyway. It's, it's just music yeah it's just music and that's why I, all right you know keep saying see now then i want to go into teaching about music you know and how it just can go into your how it can just go into your subconscious without you even you ever walked in a store and you even notice anything was playing in the store left out next thing you know you just singing a song for some reason it's stuck in your head and you like i don't remember hearing this but I'm just singing like this song. That's because music can get in your mind without, with like without, like without your permission. It could just enter in there. And I could, I could be honest and say I patterned after a lot of uh, music artists and stuff like that. I've been honest and said back in the day I was doing stuff. You know, I don't know if I need to come on and say it. Again. <laughs> come on and say it again. But you probably heard it on past podcasts. And I did that because a music artist told me to. You know, I was broke at the time and this music artist saying like, look, I'm getting paid out here from doing this. I'm getting to the money. And I'm like, shoot, he can do it. Shoot, I'm finna do it. Influenced by a music artist. And, it, 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 you know, we can't take that doctrine of like, we got to be like the people to y'all take that totally out of context. It's no way you're sure the Messiah, Jesus, whoever you want to call him, was out here being like all these different people. And they, but they saying he different. Nobody's finna sit here and say there's anything different about you if you just like me. If I see you in the club and I'm in the club, then why it matter if I'm going to your church or not? You know, why does it matter if I get saved? You behaving the same way I am. What I just gotta just say, hey, I believe in El I believe in Yeshua. I'm saved. I'm going to heaven, and that's it. No. If you got, if you wanna, if the born again believers, the saints, like we're different. We stand out. We don't behave the same. We don't have the same culture. 
We don't live the same way. We don't act the same way. We don't behave the same way. We don't respond the same way. The world, they stressed out here because they don't know their purpose. They do. They live in their whole life trying to fill holes that they can't fill with entertainment and all that other stuff, temporary stuff, because they don't know their purpose. And they out here stressed and worried every day because they ain't got no root, no belief system, no no strong. What it was? I don't want to say stronghold because pastors say that's thoughts. But they ain't got no strong foundation to hold on to. So when the wind blow, they tossed everywhere. You know what I'm saying? First thing come up, you worried. You know, you few short on rent, you worried. Calling 100 people, asking for money, you worried. You know, your car make a noise, you worried. You know, you in school, you know, it seemed like, you know, like any kind of trouble come your way, you worried. But born again, believers, we of a different culture. We of a different system. We of a different government. And we know that our king, you know, he provides all our needs. So we ain't out here worrying. So when everybody else out in the world worried about, oh, well, people getting sick, this disease, this, this disease, we, we sitting there like we straight. By stripes, we healed. I don't know what y'all worried about. There you go, Derek. <laughs> And and what Octavian is really hitting, and he's hitting it really well, is just uh, the fact that because we're of a different government, that we ha I, I King actually cares about us. You know, if you look at again, like he say, we don't like relating to him. Do Biden care about y'all? Do Biden care about y'all? I went to go there. <laughs> Did Trump care about y'all? Was he personally at your door worried about your needs? Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna go, <laughs> but there have been like if you look at our government and how it's it's I mean our government is set up to, it's a capitalism it's set up to capitalize off of people, um, and even if you look at like Operation Northwoods where the government really wanted to kill some of its own U.S. citizens in order to start a war I believe in Cuba, uh to spark a war in Cuba yeah. Uh, like that was what the government wanted to do. It wanted to literally kill some of its citizens to uh, really like push its agenda to go out in Cuba. And they needed reason and support for the country to do it, and they knew a good way to do it was to basically uh, fake a terrorist attack. And you know, some people talk about nine eleven conspiracy theories, and I'm, I know nine eleven just recently passed. But when you see stuff like that and it's documented. It makes you wonder, like, you know, really, was this the government or, or was this a terrorist attack? Because you never know what interest this government has for us. If you look at the food that we eat, you know, so, certain stuff that's allowed in, uh, that's approved by the FDA in America is not approved in other countries. But they, you know, high fructose corn syrup, all these preservatives, the things that we have in our food that we ingest, I mean, it's killing us. So there are so many things that our government does that is not necessarily trying to help us live better, healthier, safer lives, but instead uh, basically just gain wealth off us. That, that's what it's all about. When it comes to the kingdom, the Father is all about investing in us. That's what the Father is looking at. He wants us to be, uh, you know, if you look at the, the fruit of the Spirit, I'm going to get those up. Uh, and you can, let me see. Are you want me to chime in while you find it? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, this whole thing. I'll oh, go ahead. <laughs> <My bad. laughs> Galatians 5 and 22 to 23. But the fruit of the spirit, it says fruit because it's not fruits. It's singular. It's love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I'll just pull out one. 
um, self-control. Like, the world doesn't want you to have self-control, but the Father does. So he gives us the Holy Spirit. He gives us a way to live that produces self-control. That gives us dominion over our own bodies. And with that, there is no addiction to drugs, sex, alcohol, or anything like that. Because now we have the mind of Messiah. And just as Yeshua did, Yeshua made his body subject to uh, who he was. Sheol talked about disciplining his body as a runner who was preparing for a race. So if we look at how the Father wants us to live, and it's really just submitting. I, I remember Octavian uh, was telling me that he wasn't going to read no... <laughs> I hope you're okay with me sharing it. Oh, uh, you know, I don't get offended. That's who I used to be. <laughs> he said, you know, he told me he wasn't reading no Bible that was written by a white man. That's what he told me. And I was like, man, oh, just read And he started reading it. And um, he was like, man, he was like, Christians don't live by none of this. And he was just talking about all the good stuff that was in the word. And it's the same thing. I'm not trying to get too far off topic. But uh, even like I got a uh, a friend that's atheist, and uh, I told him he was going through something. And I was like, "Man, just read." Uh, I think it was Ecclesiastes, or it could have been a book of your cousin. It was one of them. I think it was Ecclesiastes. I think he told me the story. Yeah, and he read it, and he was like, "Man, this is." He was like, "I didn't know this was the Bible." He was like, "I." He he told me he looked at Christians, and he was like, "I would have never guessed that this is what the Bible is about, based off their lives and what they say." Mm-hmm. So. He was like, this is like, this is exactly what I needed in my life right now. Like, that's what he was telling me. And he was like, he wanted me to sit down and go over the word with him so that he could have a better understanding of what it meant. And it's like, man, like this dude, you know, didn't believe or doesn't believe in anything. And so for him to sit down, or even not to even sit down and read the word and it changed their life, how much more would it change those who are actually believe in Elohim if we sat down and used it for our benefit? But the thing is, is that we're so consumed with entertainment, so consumed with things, you know, that's in our lives. You know, some people try oh, to... I don't do them like uh, that, DJ. <laughs> no, this, this is a good one right here. So many people, <laughs> and, and I see it with these pastors, with these, you know, prophets before the nation, these spiritual leaders, they go out and they say, say they're giving food to the homeless. they uh doing all these good deeds and they're trying to help the father out because I know they're justifying in their minds that I'm doing good. And the good that they say they doing, uh, father ain't got, you know, his hand not even in it. He didn't breathe on it. The father hasn't uh, instituted any of this. It's really them doing their own works, operating out of their own belief system. And, you know, Dr. Nay said it all, says it all the time, doing these things and uh, expecting the father to bless it. But, you know, Elohim doesn't need our help. So one thing that you know if you ever listen to octavian and i or even demetrius or even just our ministry in general we don't do anything without the um uh what should i say the guidance of the holy spirit i mean our pastor talks about how he had you know a job lined up everything lined up to go to another state and work uh but he didn't take it because he didn't get the okay from the holy spirit and you know as you mature in the faith you learn to hear more and more it's like a child growing up like when you're a baby um you know you <laughs> I have to tell, you know, my son stuff several times, whereas my daughter is a lot older. I tell her once she mess up, I know that my daughter knew better. And I'm not going to tell her again. You know, she's reaping the consequences for what she knows. So as you mature, we shouldn't be still in that baby stage. They all talked about that. Uh, you know, m- many of you should be on meat, but yet you still on baby food. Yeah, put because away those, not- those simple things. Y'all talking about exactly. raising of the dead, laying the hands, healing the sick and all that other stuff. It's like, right. that's, that's and, just all about rights, bro. Just say your rights. Exactly. Yeah. And, and what's keeping 
believers in that state is the Christian religion. But uh, I'm gonna digress and let Octavian have the uh, floor. But that's and that's you know, and one thing I really enjoy about our ministry is it's called empowerment of faith. And we know from our teaching that faith is living through that born again human spirit that you have to make sure that you're living a life that's pleasing unto Elohim. You know, you you aren't because one one of the complex things in life when you get born again is not that simple stuff of laying on of hands, you know, raising the dead, healing the sick, you know, all that other stuff that people just see as like the ooh and the ah, the miracles and wonders of you know what born again believers can do but that's just not that's just natural life because we live in a culture once again we can bring this back to culture we live in a culture we're a part of a culture that no sickness and disease is normal you know no death is normal you know um um life and life more abundantly is normal so that's just a part of your rights as a kingdom citizen so that's a part of your culture. So when people get so caught up on stuff like that, that's simple stuff. By his stripes, you're healed. That's your right as a kingdom citizen. We have that. That's simple. You know, but then when you start getting more into the complex stuff, it's like what Darius talking about, knowing the voice of your born again human spirit, knowing what to do in every single situation that you're in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're sure... <laughs> Yeshua would go out and lay hands on people and it would happen in like one second that the that he would heal people. But what it took for him to do that was hours and hours and hours in prayer. That's that's the stuff that we need to more so be focused on. Living this life, walking out this life, knowing like making sure that you got all that stuff uprooted out your belief system. Be not conformed, but be transformed, going through this transformation process in every single area of your life. <laughs> that's that's the stuff we need to be focused on because it's the simple things that get people caught up. So many people you hear to talk about they're born again and, you know, something happened, they get mad and it's just like, I just had to tell them a piece of my mind. It's like, what you talking about? You know, a fool say everything that's on their mind, you know. And most of this stuff is about making sure you're walking, you're in, you're totally transformed in your thinking that you are there for what the Holy Spirit is there for, to make you holy, you know, and that's a process, you know, that's the stuff, that's, that's the everyday thing that laying on a hand stuff is day one crash course stuff, you know, so, um, and that, that man, okay. And that just goes with. Uh, that's a part of our culture. We're not shaming nobody. If if you just feel like you're not at that level yet, like we're not shaming you. We're just trying to say, like, hey, look, like what you've been taught so far is more to this. Cause it's like pastors used to teach us all the time. Like people get saved and they'll just tell you, like, you know, you just got saved. That's good enough. But the scriptures say, you know, um, what does it say, DJ? Um, he wished that all to be saved and coming to the knowledge of the truth. That knowledge of the truth part is what we need to be at. Just realize that there's more you need to do. And we're trying to, and we're just here talking about it because it's needed, man. Like, th it's enough of this, this, this religious nonsense that's out here. I used to go to churches, they preach the same sermon every single, when people talk about you, when they lie on your name, you know, when you at the workplace and you can't get, you can't get along with your boss. Just know the Lord, he go work it out in your favor when that bill can't get paid, you know. 
the Lord, he go, he go make a deposit in the account. It's going to get paid. I'm like, that's simple stuff. He already said he going to supply all our needs. What else you need to know? I mean, come on. We need to be learning how to live this life. Like, we need to be learning how we wisely can go out here and affect the lives of others and change their situations and be a representation, you know. And it doesn't happen by conforming to this world culture because we see it's changing all the time. How can we say we are part of an Elohim or we belong to an Elohim who never changes, but we change in just as much as the world change? It don't make no sense. DJ, where, where all this come from, man? We just supposed to be staying on topic and stuff like that, man. You done started some stuff. I don't even know what's going on anymore, man. I'm, I'm blaming it on you, bro. This this all you. You know, <laughs> you started preaching. That's what happened. One thing that I really uh, did want to hit on is, is just looking at, you know, with the culture changing and seeing things that are more so accepted, you see uh, people like uh, Lil Nas X. And so one thing about Lil Nas X and how he's being used, really, I mean, he's, you know how they used to call people tools. Like, really, that's almost what he is, but not because um, he's, you know, somebody that is uh, just, I, I, would, I won't say just a bad person, but they're, they're using him. They're using him for an agenda. And the thing is, is that, you know, with us, it, it's not, okay, it's not di directly bashing homosexuality because the thing is, you can freely do it. We have free will. You can do what you want. I mean, you, you literally can. You can do what you want. The father gave us free will. So I would never sit here and tell somebody how to live their life. Now, if you claim to be a believer and you were saying that you can do what you want, that's, you know, you're contradicting yourself. And that's what we're teaching against. So when it comes to um, that type of lifestyle being promoted in the world, Lunazace is being used in order to show uh, how the agenda from, uh, what should I say, living... Uh, a life to where you can, I mean, he's the perfect example of doing what you want because that's what he does. Like everything he does is whatever he wants. You know, if he came out today and said, you know, I'm not gay anymore. I choose to be straight or, you know, I once slept with me and now I'm, I'm sleeping uh, with women, you know, the world will accept him because the world wants to um, be accepted. There are people in the world that that's all they want is just to be accepted. So when, as Octavian said, you know, changing like, like a, um, what was it? I know it's in your cup. It talks about uh, changing, like like the wavering. See, it's really speaking about when you ask something from the Father and not believing. But when you are really following the uh, the world, one thing about you is that you have no foundation. So, like we're talking about, like I just said, gave the example of him changing. One thing that he would change and still be accepted because there is no foundation in the world for morals. There's no foundation for uh, what's right, what's wrong. There's no foundation for how we ought to live or conduct ourselves. Uh, so many people, you know, they, we see success. You know, Octavian told me this. The guy, what was the guy named that just recently killed himself? The black dude? The guy that just recently killed himself? He didn't kill himself. He overdosed. He overdosed? Oh, you talking about uh, the dude played on the wire? Yeah. Yeah, him, some, some Williams. I forgot. Yeah, you had him, Mac Miller, um, Mac Miller overdosed too, I believe. But, you know, yeah. people we see as, as being successful, just having this great life. And then oh, T-Pain came out and said it. Uh, and I'm bringing up these celebrities because that's what people watch. But 
they talked about, T-Pain talked about how he suffered from depression, and we see it as just a condition. Uh, but I mean, really those are spirits operating. But people that, uh, even though they seem like they're successful, are still not uh, living successful lives or having that joy, you know, one of the fruit of, of the, the one of the uh, evidence of having a, uh, that born again spirit is because they have chosen a life that is, you know, damnable, damnable, damnable. Yeah, I'll say it like that. Um, and it's because with Southern that lifestyle, forgive <laughs> I know <laughs> I try to get the words out. So with that lifestyle, there's nothing there that's going to promote success in how you live. Like I look at me and my wife's marriage, how it's grown. I've looked at, uh, you know, our, um, what else is our business? I look at like our understanding when it comes to the word. I look at, you know, the, the way we've grown as parents. I look at our relationships and how we talk and treat, you know, treat different people, how we've grown in just all these different areas, because that's what the kingdom is about. You know, it, it's, it's a, a culture because Adam was there to cultivate the earth and make it just like heaven. And, and the same thing with us when we're going through that transformation process, uh, our belief system is really being cultivated. And so with that, and I put up a post, I talked about it, where um, uh, it's, it's in your cover, James chapter two, the way that you treat people really shows your level of faith. And so as we grow, you know, you hit these different levels, these different stages, it's because that you're, you know, your beliefs, is, you know, you're getting out all that junk and you basically feeding yourself uh, uh, healthy things that you need in order to survive. So we're giving ourselves things that will help us live a successful life, not suffer from depression. As I tell you and say, all these different things that people have in their minds, we won't have to go through because we fully accepted the kingdom. And it's the, you know, it's the only way to live in the earth that will give us success. It's the only way to live in the earth that, that will bring forth that fruit that, that we talked about, that evidence that people want to see. These are all things that people want. That's why they, um, you know, they do drugs because, you know, they, they get that feeling that it makes them feel good and they're able to escape. Uh, one another one is anime. Anime helps people escape reality, oh, and no. that's why they like it. <laughs> and that's why they like it is because they really want to. Uh, they don't want to feel like a failure. They don't want to feel like the world is against them. They don't want you know everybody got anxiety now. I don't know how anxiety just spread to the whole world, but it and everybody just needs a therapist today. But it is so much in the culture. In this world's culture that is being spread now, like I say, one symbol that you would see is Lil Nas X, where the world is basically killing itself. So, that's all. You know, um, when the enemy came to Yeshua when he was in the wilderness and stuff like that, one of the things that he told him was, if you, um, if you bow to me, I'll give you everything of this world. You know, everything I have, I'll give it to you. You know, and that's one of the things that the enemy can do because when Adam fell, uh, we go go a little history lesson. When Adam fell, you know, instead of uh, Adam telling Elohim that you're my, you know, we'll say God or my El, you know, he gave that over to the enemy. So now that people are walking around here in a nature where they're obeying the laws of sin and death, they're obeying the laws of their flesh. You know, uh, then they give the enemy control over their lives. You know, he's basically their strong shepherd. So that's why um, the enemy was able to tell Yeshua that because he he has the means to make it happen. If, you know, just like the father could tell a born again believer, hey, you know, somebody over here needs some help. Go give him a thousand dollars. 
the enemy could go do the same thing. He could make those ways and stuff like that and make it to where people just, you know, give you a bunch of money because they're supporting your agenda. And the thing about, you know, homosexuality is that we don't hate the people, you know. We don't dislike the people who are homosexual and stuff like that. We just disagree with you. Like, we're just a part of a different culture to where we have a belief system. We're a part of a different culture to where the our king doesn't allow, you know, uh, men and women to marry people or, you know, have relations with people with the same sex because our king, his will is that we be fruitful and multiply in the earth. And that's why he designed us with reproductive systems that can, you know, multiply with each other when male and female come together. So that's why the, uh, the you know, born again believers are not in favor of that or they don't support that is because it's against the it's against the original idea of our king. And it's just that simple, you know, and, and you know, a reason why a lot of homosexuals and stuff like that really hated, you know, so-called Christians for a long time was because a lot of times they couldn't even tell you why they didn't like you. They just said the Bible against it. We don't like you. They treated you bad, shunned you and all that other stuff, especially in the black community. Yeah, I'm gonna call you out. You know, in the black community, y'all did a horrible job. I mean, I mean, my goodness, the way y'all, I've been in situations where people where they treated like homosexuals pretty foul, pretty horrible and stuff like that. But I mean, you'll treat your homeboy nice and then, you know, he, you know, stealing on women and robbing folk. You know, but anyway, um, so when it comes to this whole, you know, Lil Nas X thing, if homosexuality is not something that the father supports, then it's obviously the agenda of the old serpent, because we both know, we all know that you're either one side or the other. There's no in between, you know, there is no lukewarm. There is no, I'm, I'm on both sides of the fence. No, you're not, you know, it's one side or the other. So this agenda that's being pushed is something of the old serpent. And like I said before, when he came to Yeshua said, if you bow down and worship me, I give you all this stuff. When you, that's the thing about somebody being your Lord. When you carry out their will, when you obey their laws, when you obey the things that they want to happen, they're shepherding you. You're being led by them. And the thing about the enemy is when it comes to homosexuality, that's some of his agenda. So he supports that. And he'll give you all the things of the earth since you're worshiping him. That's what it is. Like worship is not just like putting your hands up in the air and hollering and screaming. It's your lifestyle. You know, I show that I worship that I worship Elohim by every day, making sure he's first in my life and living my life according to his rules. You know, and that's the thing with homosexuality. Like if you do that, fine. You know, that's. What you do, you have the free will to do it. But with our belief system, this is what we believe, you know. So, and that's why Lil Nas X is getting so much praise and stuff like that. Because the enemy supports that agenda and he's giving him all the money, endorsements, a lot of support by people who support these things. He see a whole lot of people of the world supporting them. Yeah, you're going to see people who, you know, dislike them. But it's just as many people who like them than dislike them, you know. And so that's the way, and it's not just Lil Nas X, that's the way the whole world is going. Same with these rappers, when they be out here singing about killing folks, money, cars, and clothes, and that's why they was on Lil Boosie, when he coming out talking about him like Lil Nas X, but I, I couldn't show now one of your videos to any of your kids and they learn anything good. So what you all over him for, you know? He, he was on the breakfast club, like, yeah, that was wrong for dogging up on him, but at the same time, you was being hypocritical. 
they go ask you, do you support women, uh, women being together with women? And he was like, well, I don't support it as far as giving them together in marriage. Oh, but you support them sleeping with each other in your videos and, and when y'all doing stuff in your bedroom. All right. You know, that's why you can't have somebody out here who's a hypocrite, like out here trying to go out here and speak truth. Yeah, Boosie got like the right intentions, but he wrong at the same time, you know, so that whole thing with Lil Nas X, that's just really all that it is. The enemy is just out here giving people the world, giving people all these temporary luxurious things, you know, look, you know, you'd be famous for 50 years, be dead for forever. Afterlife is eternal, you know, and it's just this, this side of life, when you messing with the enemy, it's all, it's just all one big 90, 100, 110, however long you live distraction. That's all it is, you know, keeping your mind away from the truth, you know? So at the end of the day, that's really all that is, man. And, you know, like we said, we like, I mean, when it comes to like people who aren't born again, people out here doing all types of stuff, you know, homosexuality ain't one of the only things. Now I, our pastor has said that, you know, that homosexual agenda is one of the only things that the father rained down, you know, hellfire on and stuff, or not hellfire, fire on, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, fire and brimstone on but at the same time like you know when he was out here in the world and stuff like that he didn't go out there hollering at them sinners and telling them they wrong and doing all this other stuff that you sure didn't do that you know but he did go up to them people who claim that they born again and you supposed to know better and you represent me i am gonna sit here and, and raise my voice at you and get you in check you know because you supposed to know better they don't claim me. They doing what they want to do. We need to get their mind right. But you you claim you're supposed to know something. You claim you in the word, reading the Torah all day, every day. But yeah, you out here acting like a nut, being in pride, all up in the grocery store, showing how much money you got and stuff like that. Sitting amongst the people in your high ranking chairs above the people and stuff like that. Acting like you all that. When you waiting on the same blood, I'm waiting on to make sure you getting into heaven. But anyway, uh... Yeah, you can go ahead, DJ. <laughs> now, that was pretty much it. That's, it's good. You know, I ain't expect you to preach. But, you know, I know you grew really? up Baptist and then went Kojic. So, I know that Reverend. Baptist Kojic Kingdom, uh, man. We went through it all. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like. But I don't have anything else. Okay. Well, if that's the case, that's the end of uh, another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. Uh, hopefully, you know, we, 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 we gonna have to figure out this because we came in here with four topics and then hit one and a half. So we go out to figure, maybe we just have to have to choose like, all right, this with this one episode is going to be, you know, sponsored about, but we'll figure it out. So, but we thank you guys. And Derek, did you have one last thing you want to say before we get up out of here? No, I'm, I'm done. Oh yeah. You waiting on that plate. All right, so we can go ahead and um, end it. We thank you guys for <laughs> we thank you guys for joining us once again. Hope you took something from it, and shalom.